Wilhelm oh. is back. Wilhelm is back. Welcome back, Wilhelm. Whoa. <laughs> the light is red, people. Red boy. Uh, yes, know what we that are means. in this thing. We're swinging that thing. Swinging I that am day. Trent L. Dixon. I'm here with a Lucas MG reporting live from Lafayette Street. Ooh, Lafayette ooh, Street. Lafayette. <laughs> <laughs> that <was fire>. <laughs> no, I don't know. Lafayette Street, lanky man. I don't know. <laughs> 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 the Lafayette Street lover. Hey. Hey. We are joined by Christian Felix, also eclectic sage. Call him Sage if you're in a rush. Yes. Yeah. I, I like going by Sage. It's pretty Mr. cool. Mr. Sage if you're nasty. Yeah. Yeah, it is a sick name for sure. That is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome, y'all. Yes. Welcome yeah. to another episode. We're here. Wow, another episode. How far are we? <sighs> it means 21. Uh, 21? 21. 21. Yeah, the throwbacks. Is it 21 already? I think so. I think Damn. so. Wait, does that mean this is officially season two? Oh. Right here? may have to i don't know we may we may we may we may hold it back a few years okay that's funny i heard i just listened to a podcast where a guy's dad uh he was actually really smart but his dad held him back because he thought he wasn't mature enough (laughs) so he had to do the first grade a second time so he was like already taller than everybody but he was like really yeah he was mature so we're gonna hold the we're gonna hold this season back i don't All feel right. like the season is mature enough we're okay. gonna hold it back okay hey. <laughs> he's gonna be tall he's gonna be tall he's gonna be taller, taller, but that's okay all the other kids will fear him and, oh, uh, you know the superior is, pod but he's old enough to drink us. though our pod oh. is old enough to drink wow that's so crazy that let's take him out yo wow. my phone just gave me um Cause it'll do this thing where it, it, it like wants me to get sentimental, so to like look back at my photos and it'll make little collages. Facts. And it made like a, a whole collage of us, like the from the first, really? you know, really? uh, photos Please we took send me up that. until. Wow. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to That's you. That's lovely. But what's and, going uh, on? What, what we got? What we got going on today? Got mm-hmm. a got got a uh, got a crispy one in the oven you could say Ooh. we're talking uh, we're talking burnout oh, oh wow. burnout and all of its elements physically mentally Jeez. that's a deep one um, yeah. yeah i think that it's a pretty prevalent topic especially in today's fast that's actually everybody's always been burnt out it's not exclusive to us. <laughs> but yeah. but I, I think maybe the resources at our immediate disposal lead us to are to be more be more burnt out yeah, yeah. there's a lot of conversations about it mm. Mm. and yeah. the zeitgeist facts yeah, with, with that word with this new um spotlight on mental health you know within the last within the most oh recent God. years i think it's definitely become yeah. a subject that's been visiting true visited a lot dude i was just for some reason lately i've like i had like a really strong urge to watch south park <laughs> and i watched it last night and that <laughs> shit had me fucking die like uh it, now i sound stupid trying to relay an episode of south park but <laughs> basically it was just um about like i guess how they were kind of like poking fun at mental health which doesn't sound funny but just like I mean, how how people will well actually i would like the rhetoric probably let's see watch uh, i don't know it was of like season 26 but anyways it was so fun and i think they do a great social like a contemporary social commentary i think mm-hmm, they yeah. usually they tend to hit it pretty well yeah. and, I, and that, like also uh, i don't watch south park so again it was a random kind of uh 
feeling that came up to watch it. But <laughs> Random occurrence. I, I really enjoyed it. But um, in all seriousness, we get burnt out. It affects us. It fucks with us. Um, and I think that mitigating it is very important. Can we, uh, before we get dive too deep into the discussion, can we define what burnout is? Does anyone have a uh, clear definition on it? I'm about to just pull a definition. Without, without going to Webster. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, no Webster. But no, no, no. If you want to, pull burnout it is, uh, yeah. yeah, just like going. What is it whenever you're working out and you, what's that called again? Exhausting. Exhaustion. No, isn't there like an actual term when like your muscles like actually give out? I'm looking oh, at you atrophy. Atrophy, uh, exactly. Oh, okay. So like I think it's like a mental atrophy, but actually, yeah, I would say it's like a mental atrophy, but typically it doesn't mean that you're on the verge of something good. I guess like physical would, um, <laughs> if that makes sense, because like physical atrophy, it's like, okay, cool. Like I, I hit where I need to for the day, but. I feel like the burnout mentally, I think, can lead to like maybe uh, prolonged uh, atrophy, if that makes sense. Mm. But that's my definition. Where y'all at? Um, I believe burnout is being in a place. I, I essentially, I feel like it's it's where you're coming to a point in life where there's imbalance, where there's too much of one thing. And not enough of another. Um, we excess can bring burnout. Yes, excess okay. definitely. I think that um, we typically associate it with work. I yeah. think that's the most prevalent definition. So, I mean, but yes, yes. If, if we're applying it to work, then it's too much work and not enough play in some instances, or it's too much of work in and giving yourself too much to something that you're not passionate about or you don't mm. uh, back wholly. You know, or mm. that doesn't give enough back to you. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a mix of doing too much, being overstimulated, because you can just be doing nothing and still be burned out. Um, I feel like you could still be doing a lot and be burned out. So it doesn't, it's just, um, I feel like it's a state of mind. Mm-hmm. And it's, it does, it affects you like very, very deeply because sometimes you could, you feel like, you can't create more or like you're creating more out of just survival. So you're like kind of thrusting on the engines when you know you have like no gas, but like still trying to drive somewhere. Yeah. So it's a mix of, it's a mix of um, being overstimulated or having too much stuff um, going on at the same time. Um, I was talking to Trent before we started recording and I had a little demo. Um, so I'll read the lyrics from like a song that was called Sight See. Um, but I think it talks about burned out a lot. So I brought up the lyrics. It was let's, um, let's be clear. This is your song. Yeah, this this is my song that so I wrote. y'all better not be out there. Yeah, his lyrics. Yeah, no, 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 no. We will send lawyers to your doorstep. Yeah, no, no, no. Delving deep into my cerebral, taking a break from these other people, digging to your space when you're feeling feeble, often can often can get lost in a crowd of people, overlooked, overbooked, and feeling burnt out, overlooked, oversoot, the world that burns out, burns out. Remember birthday, it was hazy, not from time lapse. It was mostly because of dried up leaves and pine graphs. Went to Florida to escape, so now I'm flying past. Wonder if peace is just steeped inside the world of finance. To have it all, um, it must be a new high. But isolated, you still feel meaningless. It's just futile. Mm. So I feel like that kind of taste was like, because I wrote that while I was burned out. Because <laughs> mm. I was just doing a lot. But it was also kind of just 
encompassing that is a general feeling culturally because there's also a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and so you intake a lot of media that's not great like that one i wrote like just kind of like a long past after but i remember i had went to uh visit family in florida for my birthday and like i was looking back home and that was when the like the the wildfires were happening so like on the date of my birthday was like the big wildfire that like covered this whole cityscape right and so i'm just looking at it from a distance oh really and like i from was a just plane window no 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 not oh. from a plane window like i was already landed but oh. i was just looking at it and i was just like um i was just like kind of taking my sp- myself up and i was just like what if it so i don't know when you create a song it's so funny but it was just like dang what if the city was just like an extension of how i was feeling before i came mm-hmm. and i was just like oh so then that's how i wrote sightsee <laughs> wow. but i feel like that kind of speaking sorry for the self promo but that kind of speaks to like the nature of like mm-hmm. burning out because sometimes to realize that you're even burning out you have to like take a huge step back from like your sense of self because you have maybe just running the course and doing things like as regular and you're like why do i feel so like odd or so weird mm-hmm. while you're like in the process of doing something and it's not until like you self-reflect away from the situation so sometimes you could be self-reflecting and still be burning out too because you're just like mm-hmm. it's not making sense yeah yeah i um yeah i think that for me yeah sometimes i'll try to be i guess not not objectively but i can like kind of uh act towards like a over productivity um even when i'm not feeling it and that's that's really what leads me to to become burnt out i mean i guess that's like pretty standard but sometimes uh you know kind of like the mindset where it's like okay no matter what i'm gonna go to the gym today even if i don't feel like it and i'm gonna like put in these hours or whatever it is and cross or i guess like diving into something when you're like like I'm not feeling it today, but I know I should. And you still do it. You know, generally it comes out to where you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Like I, you know, I, that, that was good. I got myself going, but sometimes it's like, you know, you're an hour in and you're like, "Mm, yeah, today's still not the day. And that's like where I, I can like kind of foresee or, you know, whatever. I, I feel that pending that burnout. And sometimes I push through it and then I like successfully get burnt out or, I can kind of retreat and be like, you know what? Today is not the day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty thin, uh, you know, line to walk, especially in our hustle, hustle economy. This, 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 uh, yeah. this, this grind yeah. society and generation we live in. So when you do pull, pull back, do you ever feel like a sense Guilty. of guilt? Yeah. Um, not really. Truthfully, like, Man, I can, and it's probably not great. I can just smoke a bunch of weed and just like, just chill. Literally, like, yeah, pretty much. And like that, I mean, also, mind you, like, I really don't, I'm not like an ounce a week guy or something. Like, I, neither of y'all smoke. So you don't, I mean, that's a shitload of weed. And I don't, like, I don't smoke heavy, heavy, but like, and it's not always in my unwind because sometimes that can make me speed up. You know what I mean? Mentally. So like, not that that is always like my outlet, but uh, 
or wait, sorry. What, what was your question again? Do I feel uh, about guilty the, about the it? Guilt. Yes. Not. Ah, that probably sounds horrible on audio. Um, <laughs> not. Yo, not put that on a loop. <laughs> not really, because yeah. actually, well, my burnout pertains to sewing. Um, so not really, because I don't feel guilty because I know that I'll feel worse if I fuck something up irreparably. Mm. Then I'm gonna be feeling yeah. really bad. Yeah. That so. There is a point where it's like, just step away, just step away. And like, yeah, I think that can be hard because I guess now that I think about it, a difficulty that I face on the other end of that is like, okay, well, then what do you do? Do I sit across the room and look at my sewing machine or like, do I, you know, and I think that for me, that's where the confusion I, comes in. I, I, uh, I have a hard time balancing sometimes. And I think that. I know that like internally I'm definitely yearning for like a lot of like physicality because that's something that I don't really have as disciplined and like regulated as I should. Yeah. And I know that that's something that you need as a human being is like some sort of physicality, whether it be just like walking or, and for the last, I don't know, 15 years for me, it's been skating, which I haven't been doing that much or, Earlier this year, I was really going to the gym like real heavy, which was great. And I haven't been going. But I think for me, that also helps kind of like boil the impending burnout is like when I'm just on like work, 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 you know, mode. Mm -hmm. So I need to I saw a friend uh, running track the other day and I'm like, damn, that looks fun. I need to do that. That looks really, really fun. Um but that's something that I know for a fact will make me feel better, but I haven't quite had the discipline to to get up and running yet. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, no, nah, I don't feel I don't feel that guilty because also I know myself to the point where it's like if I'm telling myself like, yo, you need to stop, then like I'm usually probably right. So yeah. I can I can usually find something, whether it be smoking weed or going on a walk, I can find something to uh you know, supplement that time. But yeah. why well, I me? Mean, why do y'all, I guess that's a pretty common trope of our hustle culture as well as feeling like shit when you're just like chilling. Yeah. But I don't know. Do and also that's something that going through a heavy burnout is like, that's something like the last six months to a year I've been asking people. I think I've asked both y'all is like, but how do you chill? Like, that's what is, what is relaxing to you? Because relaxing to some people is like, oh, I go grocery shopping and get and take care of my stuff. <laughs> but some people are like, they have no shame as they shouldn't and being like, dude, I was in bed all day and I binge watched anime. And it's like, oh, like maybe I ought to try that, you know? But like, I don't know. So I guess we can even follow up with that. It's like, how do y'all chill? Hmm. Or more so, what is relaxing to y'all? Uh... I was going to strike on a point. I feel like there's different types of burnout. Okay. Um, I think creative burnout is like the oddest one, at least for me personally, because it'll be like, because you're always wanting to make something. And then when you can't, it feels weird. You're just like, yeah, okay, I want to yeah. take a space from it. But at the same time, like you're trying to get it to the reason. Cause then you feel like, oh man, did I lose the touch or something? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, did, like what's happening? But like, example was like i made like 10 songs in like a week and then next for like the last like four weeks i haven't made nothing i'm like oh my gosh yeah, like, yeah. i'm like yo what happened <laughs> yeah i was like um did yeah. i burn out <laughs> like am i okay but i was just like now nah, i'm just doing other stuff um but in terms of like relaxing 
Um, I generally like hitting points where I'm doing nothing. I feel like we live in a culture of productivity. And I, I should have touched upon this like the last episode that was recorded, but there was a book. It talks It's like capitalist realism. And it talks about like arts function in a capitalist society. And it also talks about like culture generally in the sense that everything has to have a monetary value or it has to be like generating some type of value in some sort of way. So like we hyper focus on times when we're like even like in leisure times, like you said, like my work is like grocery shopping. So that's like that's leisure that supports the economy. Mm -hmm. So it's like you or like you're sitting in like watching like Netflix and it's just like, all right, that's work supporting like a streaming service. Mm -hmm. So it's just like for me, I kind of want to just hit a point where like I literally just like sit and like stare at a ceiling or like allow myself to be you bored. Do that? I wish I could do it more often. I've been trying to do it more often. You do it in theory. No, 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 no. I've <laughs> d I've done it a few times. I've definitely okay. done it a few times, but I wish I can kind of like track. I wish I could do it mm -hmm. more often. Like I know it will suit me better just to kind of because, um, yeah, I feel like people just need to be bored. I feel like we're overstimulated with too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've heard that for sure. Yeah. yeah disconnecting like, is important. That's kind of what meditation is like yeah. doing nothing. But I don't even think people be like, oh, yeah, you have to meditate. Like, I don't want to just sit. And, like, I meditate and introspect regularly. Mm -hmm. So, for me, even that is, like, a work. Because it's, like, it's philosophizing true. and thinking about stuff. Like, I just need to... Well, don't you not think when you meditate? I mean, there's different there's forms. There's different forms of meditation. Part of, it, part of the, one of the ones I used to really do is the thoughtlessness one. Like, that thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. That may be what you'd be leaning towards trying to do. It can be so hard to obtain. It is. I'd be monkey braining. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts it's be just, yeah, it just pops around. in and... I'm swinging to the next. And but I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me yeah, course back here. It's so hard yeah. with your phone and you want to scroll. It's true. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to talk to me at the same time. I'm like, please, I need my space. 100%. <laughs> also, um, it's so weird to me just seeing like even meditation is like becoming a form of like something to benefit labor. Yeah. In the sense that like you have like an app that like tells you to meditate. <laughs> yeah. What you can pay more. Is, um, oh no! I was thinking of Mark Wahlberg's like prayer app. Does he have a prayer? App? He has a prayer app. Yeah, <laughs> <The> I have <laughs> a I have a Headspace app on my phone. Yeah, like Headspace. I've had it on my phone for years, I but mean, there's a bunch out there. I feel like those and are beneficial though, right? Are. I mean, but, I guess you're like, like I mean, you got to pay to to unlock the uh, you know to go further, but like the little the little beginner one is pretty dope. Yeah, so like. Bad. But, but it's that, like put that on repeat. But no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like but like some places will some workplaces I've heard, um, they'll like have like people just like meditate for a little bit so that they could be more productive on the job. Yeah. And I'm just like just send them home. Just, just, just let them yeah, not let, let them just like our time the way we want. To. Yeah, like just send mm. them home, let them like stare at a ceiling. And I feel like like it is a guilt, like, sometimes when you're just not doing anything or you say, like, I want to do nothing because it's just like, well, you're not being productive with your time. So what are you doing? You're just being a, a vagrant. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, and they're just like, no, like, you got to think about it. Like, aside from, like, the modern world, like, even in Greek times, like, all right, after work, like, what were they doing? Like, people were like, I can't imagine a world, like, without phones because, like, what were they doing? Like... <laughs> Whatever. I want to hit that point where, like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what am I doing? 
and then I don't question it anymore after yeah, that point. It's, like, it's just, uh, for the record, I lived in a world where not everybody had a cell phone, and it was lovely. Same. It was nice. Same. It was, it was nice. Really nice. No overstimulation. Yeah. If you weren't working, Last it wasn't like you were getting breed. clocked for not working. I feel like a lot of it stems from FOMO, too, so fear of missing out. Oh, yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. people do more things to be more interesting for the purpose of not missing out. Dude. And then you burn out in that in that type of pursuit of trying to do more that's, and more. That's been me hard lately. I've been, uh, dude, I haven't posted on, like, social media in, like, pushing three months. And I was, at, I was having like this pressure. conversation <laughs> with somebody yesterday. Um, yeah, and it's just, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm I'm like, I don't fucking want to post my lunch and I don't want to <laughs> post my tea. I don't want to post. We burned out right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fucking contribute. But Lucas, like, how will we know what you ate? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I need to know. And like, I I've think been it's a like, nosiness. And I take like, I'm still like, you know, viewing stuff and taking photos and like carrying on just as I would. But like, I don't know. Something's got into me lately where like, I mean, I think I'm just kind of in my grumpy old man era. And I'm just like, I feel you. I'm getting there. I don't fucking want to post this shit. Like, I don't owe y'all anything. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, immediately. I'm like, 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 who do I owe anything? Yo, like, EP title. I don't owe y'all anything. But uh, for burnout, burnout, I don't owe y'all anything. Um, But yeah, I think like, I think that that that's kind of gotten to me lately too. Like just like yeah, the whole hustle. But, but at the same time, I'm something of a uh, hypocrite because like I still consume just as heavily. So like I'm still watching stories. I'm still, you know, scrolling through all that shit. But I don't know. For some reason, I've just I would go as far as to say I've been like kind of reluctant to post. Yeah. What about but, what about you, Dred? How do you, how do you? Have you been feeling burned out or like what do you Hell usually do? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was good fact. when I went to Iceland. Then when I got back to Iceland, I worked for two weeks straight and I got I right saw. back in burnout mode, baby. It's so gnarly. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Especially how with can you even? My job. Oh, wait. Well, I guess you worked because I, I gigs. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two separate gigs. It okay. was the Comic Con and that. And I was like, yo, I need another vacation. At least it was a passion project. Yeah, Comic Con yeah. was so dope. Um, I couldn't see you. I did went and I was just like, where the heck are you? I, I was, was right across from the... the from the, the narrative. I missed yeah. that whole thing the next day. Also, shout out to my cousin Richie again. Well, shout out to Richie. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I name dropped him, so he's going to be like, gosh darn it. But, <laughs> but, but he, he helped me get to a couple of con. <laughs> Yeah, hey, last yeah. minute. So. Richie, we need uh, we need the the anime. anime yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, how do I combat it? Um, <clears throat> it's it's a little tricky for me because uh, at my job, because that's what I, I think that's when I'm feeling burnout from the most. But before I left, I realized I was feeling creative burnout because I was editing a lot of photos yeah. from our photo walks. Like I took oh, a true. lot of photos to the point where it started to feel like an obligation. And I think that's where my creative, too. yeah, yeah, that's where my creative burnout comes from. And I have to, I have to do something to combat that. I have to do something creative, but that's only on my terms where there's no yeah. pressure on it. Mm-hmm. I think that helps with it. And I got, cause I have like a secret project that I've been working on that no, that's never going to see the light of day. Somewhere in the bowels of the internet, no one will ever see it. Whoa. As you should. As I support artists that don't share their art or yeah. make art for themselves. Because mm-hmm. like, you need that. You need that for your, like, maybe... 
Because, like, if you expose this to the world, it'll be like, all right, this is, like, some trash. But for me, this is the firest thing. Like, you don't know the context. You don't know the context. You just took, like, the little blurb, and I'm giving you the whole, like, uh, like whole volume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so you're saying that you combat creative burnout by doing something creative? Yeah, but but by some doing something different. So if I'm, say, if I'm... I'm constantly editing photos and taking pictures. Like I got to get away from that. I'll go mm-hmm. somewhere and I'll draw or I'll write mm. poetry. You know, something like that. Um, so that helps. Do I you think. get creative burnout um, from that? Because I, I do the same thing and then I burn out. Sometimes I burn out from my <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, that, no, like, that seems to fit the. I don't know, like the figure eight loop of burnout. Yeah, you know, it, just... I think it can. I don't because I don't do it too too often. Those things, um, but you're all you're also like skilled in the art of like just doing nothing too, right? Oh, like, absolutely. Really? I can lay in bed and really <laughs> chill. Yeah, like no phone, no screens. Uh, I mean, the phone and the screens they they're they, present. They come, but um, I've recently rediscovered laying on my floor and how really? much I love it. Wow, laying on the floor is I so can far. do nothing and look at the ceiling. Yeah, that's that's especially when I've had a long day. Whoa. But no, particularly my burnout has come from my job. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to combat that. Because um, we got to fucking live, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say it's complicated. Well, I see like anywhere from 4,000 to 7,000 people a day. Yeah. I don't want to be around people. I'm already not like. I thought you were going to say I'm like on... four to 7,000 to check. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like wow. Yeah. Right. I'm getting ready to retire, y'all. Yeah. But I just need another year. We could have got that art piece. I thought, you, I thought that. you were literally going to be like, well, I'm seeing four to 7,000 to check. So I'm yeah. conflicted. I but, wish that yeah. was my next sentence. But, but damn. Dude, that, that, is that just a gave me a little more people. burnout. Hearing that, yeah, that is a lot. And where we're stationed, like they all pass me, so they uh, gotta see me. So I'm so interacting with people constantly. And I'm already very much introverted for the most part, mm-hmm. um, but I know how to sort of wear the mask of an extrovert, and that is draining. But mm. the thing is, too, like I like going home and just reading something or watching something. But I know Reading's I can great. I can spend like. A, days in my room which i've done before and not go anywhere and that can get depressing too yeah i was gonna say (laughs) does that get like isolating or is it very much so and i gotta like shake it off and go do something else like i don't even want to work out after that um one thing i recently discovered like um like i really do like walking around the city by myself absolutely like i kind of reignited that by searching for locations for the photo walks like yeah. just going discovering new places and right. just being not not interacting with people but just being and, there and just you know just listening to the sounds and i might take a book with me or certainly. you know something to write with that yeah. that helps a lot i mean it certainly doesn't cure it because mm-hmm. i think <clears throat> um i Personally, I feel like a lot of these things, especially with when it comes to my job, they tend to be um, these sort of temporary um, patches to to a, a bigger problem mm-hmm. um, as far as like my career goes. And so I'm still figuring that part out. Mm. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel that on the uh, <clears throat> on like the uh, the isolation part. Not that you said that, but the words I put into your mouth, but yeah. <laughs> uh, because I think that for me alongside, like, as I'm, you know, mentioned the, the physicality thing, I think that's something that will also lead me to burnout too, is mm-hmm. like not, uh, not like just, just not socializing as much as I know yeah. that I should. And 
thinking about it, how you said you see four to seven thousand people a day, I think that I'm somewhere in between like very introverted and like rather extroverted. I know that makes what is it? Ambervert. Ambervert. I see that. I think I might be that because like thinking about it, I really get my social fix like at work. And I'm like super chatty motherfucker. We're like, it's like (laughs) I'm like talking to people like, oh, where where are you from? Like all of this stuff. Like sometimes my girl's like, stop asking so many questions. But all my days off, like you won't. Like you won't hear nothing from her. like I'm like a blip. Isn't that a beautiful thing where you can go an entire day without speaking a word? It, it feels like dude, you're in a sometimes Jack. That, that, yeah. <laughs> sometimes that like freaks me. Not freaks me out, but like it's a kind of startling thought. Is I'm like, dude, I haven't said boo all day. Like you know, like it's all been like in my head, or I just like haven't even spoken today. Yeah. But I think that that is something for me personally too that I know I need to get better at. It's interesting to have a silent day because like I've I've had instances where like I won't speak on my morning routine and so like I go about and I'll be like I wonder what my first word's gonna be for the day. And like I <laughs> babies like the, be like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And it's just the mindfulness and it's just like and then I and then I say it and it's just like it feels it feels good to do that. Mm. So that's a little side note. Um I think that's just being present. I think being present helps with burnout. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I had a wonderful, wonderful exercise the other day when I can't. I don't think I was particularly worked up or anything. I think I was pretty equilibrium. But okay, this this pod makes me sound like a stoner. But I was at the I was at the <laughs> I was picking up some Kush right from my guy on Mulberry <laughs> Smokers Paradise. Check him out. <laughs> Um, and I was walking and I was walking back and I was like, um, shout out to the homie Yashadai, incredibly talented filmmaker. Um, but I just remember in passing seeing something of him saying, uh, just something, something pertaining to human experience. And I was like walking down this little strip of Mulberry where it's like real heavy little Italy, you know, where the sign is, everybody's taking photos. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let me take a real quiet moment and just like observe the human experience and so what i did is i was just walking back to my place and i'm like looking around i'm like oh somebody's taking a photo underneath the little italy sign so like what does that mean about the human experience like that means sure i guess you could surmise that that means we like to travel so travel is a part of the human experience and then I'm walking and I see a young couple holding hands laughing kissing and then i look over and i see an old couple i'm like hmm Love is a pretty prominent theme of the human experience. And then I see wow. like a rat digging through the trash. I'm like, oh, we have little companions in this life. So like <laughs> that's a part of the human experience. And then like, dude, actually the the building that I pointed out, um, I looked up and I saw in there and I was like, wow, like we have immense like architecture, endless like attention to detail and like a curation of beauty that's a huge part of the human experience. And then like, and then I looked at my apartment, I'm like, wow, like we have like, if you're like so incredibly blessed and fortunate enough, like we have like homes and like, and I thought, Oh wow, my girl's in there. I'm like, wow, we have like significant others. And that's like such an integral part of the human experience. And it really, without even noticing it on my walk home, which is, I don't know, five to eight minutes. I was like, wow, I was just like really enamored with Mm. everything that was going on. And it really helped me be present. 
And I, I'd like to deploy yeah. that that's, practice again. That's really interesting because that's one of the things I kind of brought back from Iceland with me. Like, really? I, I be, yeah, I was out there and I had a lot of time to think because I lost a lot in these past few years. You know, I had yeah. a breakup. I lost one of my favorite people. Um Amongst other things. And then while I was there, away from everybody, isolated, I was thinking about all these things. I was like, yo, I'm I'm really grateful for the time that mm. I've had with those people and the time I have with the people. Now, I became really grateful for y'all as well in the podcast. Yeah. I was like, damn. Absolutely. You know, and I was really, <clears throat> I became really mindful of how I interacted with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Especially seeing, you know, I seeing that many people a day, like so many so many days can be brightened with just you one know one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just a just a little joke or a little observation, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledging people in the very least. Mm-hmm. And I've tried I've since I've gotten back from Iceland, I've tried to do that much more. Be mindful of people and the space and how I occupy it and how I interact with them. You know. Absolutely, is, yeah. And I think it yeah, helps you like stand that much more kind of firm in your own ground and perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Which no, you you did inspire me, Lucas, because I had um, I was um, I went I've been going to the cafes with my friends uh Michael and Thomas. Shout out them if they ever listen. But mm-hmm. um, I went yesterday actually, and they were just like, we don't get to see each other, so let's go to this random cafe in Queens, get some dim sum in the morning, and then we go to this cafe and then we get our work done, and it's a productive day usually, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, afterwards uh. Michael was like, hey, I started jujitsu and I was like, um, for the listeners, I'm like a first degree black belt, but um and a, a, like an orange cool. belt, orange belt and and judo, like Japanese. But he, this is Brazilian jujitsu, so it's a little bit different than what you see in UFC. So he was just like, You should just try a class with me. And um I went after and like I tried the class, I got my ass beat. <laughs> like I got tossed, I got flipped afterwards. I had like a little cut on my lip. And then but it felt so so nice and humbling because it felt really familiar. And I was like, wow, I didn't really realize, like you were saying before, it's like the novelty and the familiar. And it's just like, especially when you're dealing with like grief and stuff, the novelty mm. of the familiar, I think, is like the most important thing. Mm. And I've been trying to feel that because I feel like, like over the past year, I've been seeing like a lot of novelty and a lot of new experiences. But then I kind of hit a point especially in the city where like I felt like I discovered all the little nooks and crannies and everything. And then you're just like, what now? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just exist in the space and then it becomes even the exploration becomes a routine. But it's not until you find like the novelty and like the familiar or like, Mm -hmm. like I had done the style of, of jujitsu before and it, it was really cool, but it was like a humbling experience to just come Nobody really knew all the information, the context. It was just like, I came to be a student. And I feel like in life, you got to just come to be the student. And mm. that's like a big, that's a big thing that that helps with burnout too, I think. Um, just trying to become the student, trying to become someone that's just like naive. Yeah, yeah. Naive and un- unknowing of what is and just discovering it and rediscovering the old again mm-hmm. and then just like embracing your time but yeah afterwards after the class i just like he he was just walking with me and was just like are you crying i was just like i teared i took a little second i was just like yeah i'm, I'm tearing up because i was like i didn't know that i had so many memories locked behind like 
a portion that had like had that had been like kind of sidetracked in my pursuit of other goals. Mm-hmm. So like I had to stop karate because I went to college. So like I went because I didn't have time to go from there to the Bronx. And then like I would like do my music and then like I'll do other things, other avenues. I'll be working. I'll be doing that. So and like I used to have family members like, don't forget your martial arts and everything. So like I'll, I'll memorize my stuff, but like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like it'll be routine. It'll be like I'll try I'll practice it whenever I had time. Yeah. But it wasn't like until like I engaged with other people kind of just welcome me in. We're just like, hey, welcome. This is like mm-hmm. our space. Didn't come in with like any type of ego. I was just like, I'm just here to learn. Mm-hmm. And like I just kind of surrendered myself to the to the experience. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really enlightening. Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, even tying back to the original topic, I think that that can definitely, uh, yeah, help with, like, any type of burnout or anything like that. I mean, ultimately, I guess just, like, practicing presence, whether it be yeah. physically or internally or anything like that. Yeah, and doing, you know, to add on to what you said, doing something new, being a student, mm-hmm. or, you know, rediscovering it like it's new. It forces you to be present, because if you don't know what's going on, you got to pay attention, you yeah. know, to, to yeah. get a grapple on the situation. No yeah, and I guess even, uh, <laughs> even um, yeah, something that I, when I'm, like, in, in chatty Kathy mode at work, you know, getting my, my social fix in, uh, just just being like very very curious with people like never kind of losing that or losing the sense of curiosity that we all obtain and I think that's really fucking important because uh, you can learn a lot about people and I'd say arguably most importantly like people like being listened to you know Absolutely. Yeah. even if it's like uh, I don't know something mundane it's like it's always really important to hear people out and you might learn something or even least importantly but still a great part is learn something yourself or gain something yourself you know um i i spoke to a guy the other day where it could have just been a regular i mean i work in retail so it could have just been like a regular you know come and go whatever but uh i'm like you know what let me like i'm in a good mood let me uh really engage with this guy and see what's going on with him and come to find out like he's from italy and he was just visiting here in new york and like He's on an inspiration trip because he like uh, founds and like runs and builds all these like small little boutique hotels across the world. And like he has this fucking mountainside in Italy and he's checking out New York. And like next thing I know, I'm talking to this guy for like 45 minutes and I'm like, wow, like I'm like, dude what's your name man he's like oh my name's lucas i'm like oh shit. <laughs> so just like funny little things like that you know but well again whether they be like a plumber or a designer or a podcast host it's like it's always you can always learn something from like and like get a get a, a really really fulfilling sense of selflessness by like really engaging with um somebody else you know and i think that 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 I think that can inspire you, which therefore kind of mitigates burnout, you know, because mm-hmm. like you take something and that's that's kind of puzzled me lately is like, why do we need to talk to people? Like, why are why are we naturally so like, why do we have to fucking talk to people or else you'll like lose your shit? You know what I mean? Like, why think, is that? So like, why are we social creatures? I guess I think it's just like it goes back to one of the episodes where like life shives. 
And in order to like strive, you need a type of communication, like even on the cellular level, just to like mm -hmm. let different chemicals come out so that like things could come and go mm -hmm. so that things could be dispersed and things could be like waved. Like even when you're hungry, like your stomach rumbles or something yeah. like that is just like you need some type of like signaling in order for like just for an awareness because we're self-aware. Yeah. We need to like signal to other things that are self-aware like for a, but like for what? Just to confirm we exist. Just to confirm. I guess, like, just for like yeah, self-affirmation. Just yeah. to confirm we exist, which is like, I don't know, really, I guess that's kind of the root I'm trying to get to, but, and it's weird, I don't know, I could get real heady, but it's just like, yeah, it's like, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's just a weird thing where it's like, almost like you're kind of talking to yourself, like when you're talking to another person, you know what I mean? It's like, we're all the same thing, and... I don't know, just like that connection of like, it's almost like people are an extension of you. You know what I mean? And you have to yeah, like, that's beautiful. You have to connect to them in order to like survive. It's, it's it's kind of a puzzling thing. I don't know if I have any real ends of a mean to it, but it's just like, it's just weird how we have to have that Let, uh, connection. Let's actually extend it. Let's say you're like, an, let's say like the whole human race is just like one entity. And I'm almost okay. I'm and, almost, yeah, okay. Yeah, and we're trying to like, um, because we kind of are. Yeah, we we are. And then on a bigger scale, we're like just like one big kind of consciousness, right? Yeah. So like, what does that mean for like communication? What does that mean? Communication boils down to what is? Yeah. Because if you're one thing trying to like strive for something, right? As a consciousness, mm -hmm. like. Why is it that the case? Is that what life is? Uh, in some integral element, I would say so. But like, I guess it's trying to get to the point of like, why we commute? Why does one thing feel like it needs to communicate? I think, I think I would argue because like we're all a part of like the same thing, so it's like we need yeah. that like connection. And I guess the medium in which we're able to express it is like verbally and like through communication yeah i think because it's like one thing but there is a distance between us there is so like even at the like microscopic level like nothing can ever really touch mm -hmm. so it's just trying to foster that connection and trying to like understand like the closeness to like being as whole as possible mm. it's kind of like um, yeah i've been seeing it a lot on my algorithm but for some reason i keep on getting like the um visualization of pi i don't know why what do you mean? it's basically like there's a certain um um if the listeners want to listen it's like a cool equation but uh, it just shows um like it's just um the tracing of like a circle of pi and mm -hmm. it's like the lines never touch and it's like an explanation for oh. why it's irrational and it's funny because people are like people uh humans are irrational creatures so it's just like we can never touch Mm -hmm. <laughs> we can never like meet the we can never like like none of the lines like reach each other but it, they come like very very close mm -hmm. and like they kind of trace it and sketch it out and then it becomes like a more and more detailed circle and then it becomes like the the feeling of like the universe or whatever hmm. or like this this like the unit circle or whatever mm -hmm. but like it never it never like reaches it never hits that like perfection it never right. hits that thing which, yeah, I mean, I would say it's pretty metaphorical for, for life kind of existence. Yeah. Yeah. 
Life is a piece of pie. <laughs> <laughs> a good one at that. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, all that to kind of say that I guess connection is really important for, uh, yeah, just like maintaining kind of like equilibrium and, um, yeah, I mean, Not I guess mitigating um, burnout. Burnout. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. That's yeah. That that's one thing I tend to to notice. Uh, the mm-hmm. more burnt out I feel, the more detached I feel from everything. But then it's like, yeah, and me personally, like whenever I'm detached, then it's hard to like go hop back in the ring, you know, <laughs> of mm. like social, I don't know, prowess or whatever. But, <laughs> um. But yeah, and I mean, I think that um, like aside from connection for me personally, um, how I help like burnout or if I'm even like emotionally worked up or, you know, anything like that. Um, oh, wait, we're watching. A- yeah, this is, this is the visualization of like pie and everything. But you see how like, the really? circle, yeah, this is pie being it's the it visual. Like, it's like sacred geometry. Yeah, it's like the visualization of pie being like irrational. And then, like, Whoa. it slowly, like, sketches the circle. But, like, you see how the line never touches. Whoa. Mm. So, yeah. But it looks like it's just sketching out, like, a globe. And it's, like, so insane to me. I, I don't know why it's been popping in my algorithm. Whoa. But, yeah, like. Yeah, that's like sacred geometry, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Does it pretty much, like, become white? Yeah, it pretty much becomes white. But the lines, like, still never touch. Like, none of the lines are touching. But I feel like that's a, that's a good metaphor for, like. Wow. It's like if I look at the middle, it'll kind of do like a, you know. It'll stop vibrating. Yeah. 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 Whoa. Just take a a moment for listeners just to like. Do you have that saved in your phone? Um, Do I have that saved in your phone? What does one search to view that? Uh, Pi being irrational visualized. I see. Or like the explanation of pi, like pi, and like still what? the lines didn't even touch. I just like yo, what happened? But it traced like that full circle. It's it's pretty cool. Wow. But um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the um, for outside of um, communication for me for helping burnout is yeah finding that uh, space to again if I'm worked up emotionally whether it be like on my own accord or if i'm burnt out from work or from creative projects or what have you and i get like yeah, i mean i could even tie this to like having like or not that i like have heavy anxiety or something but like when i'm anxious or something um is yeah i mean i think you touched on it briefly christian but just like deep diving within i did that yeah. yesterday and it was like whoa like there's Diving like deep into your cerebral. It's crazy how much is like actually there if you start digging, you know, like just like kind of like emotional triggers and cues and like things that make you react like a way a rabbit you did hole within yourself. Seriously. Yeah. But it's like it's also interesting because most of the answers are like within, you know, and um, and for me, it might sound uh, unconventional. Not really, but like, dude, the shower for me is yeah, like shower sacred hits. space 100 and I think the bathroom. Percent. I think the bathroom is like a, a concept. Absolutely. Like last night, dude, took a long ass hot shower. It's winter, so it's like cold outside. I put a candle in the bathroom, closed the door, 
And like nobody can fuck with you. That's the best part. Like no, the bathroom <laughs> is dead a sanctuary. Seriously. Yeah. And like and something there's something about I was thinking about it too. Like there's something about yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, it's something about it. It's just and it, it it allowed me that space to just like really do a deep dive and like come out refreshed. I, I think there's a few different elements that go on go on in the bathroom, especially uh-huh. the shower. Uh most visibly no phone. Yeah. You know, you oh, can't yeah. take your phone in there. I mean, you could, but you know. Um Yeah, definitely no phone. Number 2, you're stripping down naked. You'd have no weight. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're 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 as um what's the phrase? Came into the world. Or yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're like you're 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 at your most world. vulnerable. And then True. you have you know this this water, this element of life washing mm-hmm. over you, and 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 that can feel metaphorical in a way, like it's washing away. Mm-hmm. Any you know all the 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 stress from the day, true. all yeah. the stank from the day. I think those you know um, amongst other things, you know yeah. I think that that can make you feel new, Absolutely. you know. And when when you're left with your thoughts, I believe it kind of flows. You know? Yeah, I wanted to add to it. I think it's the only place in your home where you're making like other than like when you throw trash out. It's like the only time where you're like as vulnerable, and you're like getting rid of waste and you're coming to contact with like the feebleness of like everything because like mm-hmm. you use the bathroom to like urinate or like excrement so you're coming to contact with the like what culturally is like the most disgusting part of yourself mm-hmm. and then you hop in the shower to feel renewed mm-hmm. and then you could de- delve in your mind and understand the other parts of yourself that feel like excrement or feel mm-hmm. like like something that's disgusting or grotesque and then but also in like a nice, clean, safe environment mm-hmm. with like few outside triggers, with few outside things. Right. And then also with like some reverberation echo. So it feels like its own little like echo chamber. Seriously. Yeah. And it's just like and it's just like a state of like renewal and it's privacy. Mm-hmm. There's no surveillance. Even in public spaces, there's Seriously, no yeah. there's like there's not that many spaces where you're like there's no camera in there there's no th- thank goodness yeah. <laughs> but like you're just as you're just far as we nothing. know as far <laughs> as we know well, there shouldn't be yeah there shouldn't right. be it's um, against the law unless you're chuck berry but you know <laughs> he said chuck berry <laughs> yeah wait he did that Damn. he did that was chuck berry right wait know. what did he do he uh he put a um oh man like what? What did he own? Like a restaurant or something? And he put cameras in there. Chuck uh, Berry. I believe that was Chuck Berry, right? Like, am I right? Am I getting let's it? Right? Let's, let's Unless this is this, incredible Chuck Berry slander. The yeah. wrong person. Uh, oh, man. If so, I have to make a public apology now. Yeah. To Ja Rule and <laughs> Ja Rule <laughs> never. Ja Rule never. Apology. I will apologize Yo. to Ja Rule with my belt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So he's gonna hop in this episode. What is he saying? Jarwell's gonna hop in this episode and be like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> Sir, but um, I was hurt <laughs> by the belt. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that is a complete, um, yeah, violation of everything we spoke on in the sacred nature. Of- yeah, that'll be that'll be the one sacred. You know, it's funny. Like there's a philosopher and is like there's no more sacred places. I think the bathroom is like the one sacred place we we secretly stashed away, but. We kind of expose. We kind of expose it now. So please don't defecate. Don't like, like. <laughs> don't fuck it up. Yeah, don't don't mess it up, please. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I was gonna say like maybe. I mean, church is still pretty sacred. 
But yeah. like, there's you're subjected to phones and viewership and yeah, all that other still like jobs. surveillance type of culture and like yeah. the yeah. Where, it was where, where it the was clear, wait, was he was he Barry, to blame or did he just <laughs> no he was, he was caught installing cameras <laughs> no. into his restaurants yeah. Yeah. he was caught yeah. <laughs> he's long gone right Chuck Berry yeah Chuck Berry's gone okay oh, oh, may he rest in peace his, but his gosh music darn it don't install that. Yeah. yeah, don't do that, folks. That's don't be like Chuck Berry. Yeah, no. in that regard. bad example. Yes. I oh see. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna make music, yeah, be like Chuck Berry, but just yeah, yeah. not the other stuff. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> install cameras, please. But yeah, not in the secret but, space. But music, yes. Also, you know, it's funny. I was dead talking about it before, but I was like, yeah, I write most of my songs in the restroom. I, I think <laughs> I think most artists do. Like, I had a friend. Um, I won't drop them because it's also embarrassing, but they also write their songs in the rest and they're like, I like the acoustics in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, either bathroom or closet, at least when you're starting out. Yeah. In the closet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are my kind of ways of, of <laughs> mitigating, um, which I need to uh, actually... I just told you about them. I don't do them. So maybe I need yeah. to... <laughs> like this sometimes. You'll maybe have I your, need to do them. Uh, you'll, you'll have your... Uh, you know, your routine that you need to do, but, you know, you'll have your ways to solve the problem. You just won't perform them. But, yes. hey, now I know what to go to for, like, when I feel burned out. Because I'm going to be it's like, true. I feel burned out. Let me play the burned out episode, see what I said. That's what I do <laughs> yeah. with some of the episodes. Like, sometimes I'll have a I have a instance where, like, I'm confused about something. So, like, I'll pop in the relationships episode. I'm like, oh, that's an insight. Ah, right, right. right. Yeah. Or, like, I'll, I'll go back and I'll be like, I had a weird dream. It'll be like, oh, shoot, the dream episode. I'm like, oh, things make sense. That's why you'll go back and, and give yourself advice. Yeah. Like. <laughs> because, you Pretty know, much. time is not linear. I always say this. Everything happens in time for a reason. And, like, especially when things are recorded, it makes it just easier to access. But, like you said, everything's from within. So, time is, like, Everything that has happened will happen or an iteration of it has happened will happen. And so, like, we're just supposed to be giving ourselves messages for the future and for the past. Mm. Mm. It's true. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I often go back to to old art to inspire new art of my own Mm -hmm. as well. So it makes sense. I love it. Yeah, I think that I need need to... um I find myself looking back so often, not even on like a personal level, so to speak, although I do, but more from like an inspirational level, like most of the music and movies and art and clothing, a lot of it is like from decades past. I think I mean, I need to be a little bit more future leaning. Why do you feel like you need to be that way? Because... Mm, I don't know. I mean, because that's like where it's headed inevitably, you know, <laughs> towards the future. Yeah. But we never um, reached the future, which is crazy. Yeah. That's we exist true. only in two states. And in, in, we and in, we have a we exist only in the present physically, but like we could exist in the past. Have, yeah. Yeah. I have Mentally. like a of of that you just struck something up. And in my um you know, again, like I say, I've been like, oh, I've just been here, but I've I've been kind of thinking about, I've been thinking, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I do be thinking, but no, you just reminded me because, um, I don't know, I guess on a philosophical level, walk with me here if you can, yes, but I, will. I think that like I noticed recently, I'm like, it seems to be like, I'm like, we're always living in the middle of something. Like, I'm thinking about well, it. I have one hand, I have a left hand, I have a right hand. I have a left leg, right leg. I have two lungs. I have two parts of my brain. I have two eyes. 
it's like there's good, there's evil, there's left, there's right, there's up, there's down, there's decision one, decision two. And then it's like if you kind of zoom out of that, it's like, I don't know, maybe we're like we're just kind of in the middle of something. Like always in the and we're, Yeah, we're and again, just as you said, we're not living in the past, we're not living in the future. We we live in the middle of the present. And it's like we're kind of in like this one not permanent, but like this one active state of like just being in the middle of everything. Does that living, make sense? Living in limbo. Does that make sense? Or yeah. is that, no, no, that, is makes that se- far out? No. I, I mean, but, and Whoa, I mean, take from that's, that, that's, that's a good insight. That's take good from insight. that what you will, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I that, that doesn't, that doesn't particularly give any conclusive, like, uh, you know, reasoning of one or the other, but <clears throat> I'm just like, yeah, that's interesting. Cause like, I mean, we make what, like 20 or 40,000 decisions a day or something like that, yeah. like some staggering number. So it's like, yeah, Roy, I don't know. And even like from like your visual perspective, it's like, I kind of got two of everything. And that's probably why we think we're the center. Of and everything. like, honestly, dude, and, uh, absolutely. And even uh, like, even our, our uh, podcast title, like I'm not supposed to be here is a reflection of like, I'm supposed to be here. And I mean, same thing, yin and yang, like male, female. It's like, yeah, we're always kind of in like the middle of something. So I don't know what that could mean in a larger scale, but I don't know. That's something I've been like kind of uh, not grappling, but something I've been kind of like pondering lately. And it's like, wait, well, what if like our human experience is just like a purgatory? Does that mean permanent? I think about that often. I think about that very often. Like, what if what if I think about it? In relation to simulation theory and then also in religious context. But so. there has to be something uh, transcendent about... There's something that would lead me to believe it's not like a flatline thing because like there are those things that like transcend whatever, I don't know, regularity is, which are like, you know, the the class, like love and like beauty and all that yeah. other stuff. Those seem to transcend you know, like what we can immediately experience and like understand. But I mean, what, 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 what thoughts have y'all had about like the purgatory element? Um, I, I reflect on like, you know, there's Dante's Inferno, but then he has Purgatorio and it's kind of like the similar thing. It's like you go up the stages and he looks up the stins and everything. It's like a fan fiction, but for like Christianity, Mm -hmm. it's really cool. I like it. Um, but it talks about like the different sins and it's just like every sin has like a punishment, but, like, the punishment is supposed to be, like, a state where, like, they actually see the times and stuff passing. But they're, they're trying to understand and combat, like, some, like, ill that kind of vets them so that they can transcend. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that's a religious contest. Um, so I'm thinking about it, like, in that way because um, I'm just like, that's very interesting. What if, like, each person is just, like, a like trying to combat? Like, you're still able to commit other sins, but it's just like, what if you're that type of sin? That's an interesting Hmm. religious one um but also i think of it in relation to simulation theory in the sense that like we're all mini computers mm-hmm. and you want you're running a program and this program is like life and then you're trying to understand life so then you send not just one thing to do the program but you send infinite iterations of it yes and and then we're just stuck in the process to, to uh, add a footnote to there. I was listening to an Elon Musk interview recently and on Lex Friedman, and he said something about, well, if you're running a simulation, that means the person that's running the simulation doesn't know the outcome. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's like, that's really interesting. But the outcome is determined already. 
because it? It, but when do you run a simulation because you don't know the outcome to the viewer it's unknown to the state of the environment all all options are known in order to exist in the environment so like mm. let's say we turn on the stove right here I don't know if the stove will turn on because the flint may be messed up, mm-hmm. but the environment allows for that to be an option. Mm. So the environment knows what will happen. I see. Aside from the personal consciousness of the viewer. Right, right. Which is why you run a simulation. Hmm. Do you okay. give any credence to that theory? Um. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know. For me, it's like, oh, whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's not really getting to the point. It's like yeah. they're yeah, more I focused agree. on if it's a simulation. I'm moving from the standpoint of who cares if it's a simulation? What is the value of that? Mm. What is the value of trying to discern what it is mm-hmm. as opposed to what is the value of experiencing and understanding life in relation to that framework. Hmm. I see. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we we went into philosophical matters here. But <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, between the two, obviously, there's it's more nuanced than that. But I don't know. I think that, and while we're here, I think that I lean more into, like, kind of like the growth spirituality aspect. I would have to yeah. say that would that would kind of be what i think in terms of like i think that i don't i don't know the grand scheme of things whatsoever but i would have to say there has to be some fundamental uh element uh or like framework of like growing you know what i mean like spiritually to reach Mm. i don't know yeah just like a higher state in whatever capacity that may be yeah it's interesting because if we go back to what were you saying before and we're like one entity why would one entity want to grow say that again let's say like like we said before like the human race is like one entity or like right. the, the consciousness of all the things in the universe is like mm-hmm. one entity and there's like a distance between us but like why would we want to grow even though observable oh. universe is one is growing so mm-hmm. why that would be like the interesting mm-hmm. like thing to try to understand I guess that's like something I could introspect about. And also I don't I I'm I'm firm in my belief, you know, given we actually know nothing, but I'm firm in my belief that we're not supposed to understand everything. You know what I mean? For some yeah. reason that's like Agreed. a little trap door in behind us. Like we're always limited to our understanding. But for some divine reason I don't think we're supposed to that's not the point is to understand. To understand everything. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, I would say it's borderline impossible to understand everything. Hmm, let's put that to the context of the the question of the simulation. Yeah. Let's say the simulation is being run. Do you think the person that's running simulation wants to know the answer? Yeah, because why would you put forth the effort? Mm. Repeat the yeah. question. Because it's like, I'm coming from the context that like, all right, maybe we're not to know meant to know everything. So why start a simulation if you know? not supposed to know the outcome so do you think the person wants to know the simulation or just wants to like run it just because i mean i would think i i'm i'm still kind of stuck on the thing like you run it because you don't know what's going to happen so you 
kind of like I don't know boot up a simulation. Even if you still can't predict it, it's still I think it may make you feel like you're closer to knowing the outcome because you've already yeah simulated. I always thought like why why do we chase infinities? Being just in any context, like chase being the greatest, but the greatest is not a measured term. It's an infinite term because something can always supersede it. So it's like you're chasing an infinity or like you're chasing more life. But like how long is more life? So it's always the human condition is always striving for more. And even in the environment, you have like a set of equilibrium. But then there's always like a push to be more like a growth mindset. Mm. But it's just like. Why is that the case? Like, why is it that we kind of chase infinity? Boredom? <laughs> if we stopped? <laughs> what do we have if we stop? Chasing mm-hmm. infinity sounds like it would create burnout. Yes. Ooh, I think to you, bring us back, back to ground level here. So what is relation? Well, burnout results from trying to chase infinity mm-hmm. and feeling like you're failing in that sense, right? I, I Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Like you, like you need a break in the moment mm-hmm. from 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 the chase. Yes, I agree. I mean, um, I forgot. I think my my philosophical uh, thinking out loud kind of led us astray, but yeah. uh, of the topic of burnout. But I think those. I think these conversations aid in burnout. Just trying to. I agree. That's that's beautifully said. Trying to introspect and trying to reach new conclusions mm-hmm. allows for finding novelty in the familiar. It's mm-hmm. not we all thought about the universe and our relation to it, mm-hmm. but it's finding like little nooks and crannies that you didn't know were there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think yeah, that's profound. Yeah, retracing your steps, but not letting the steps. Um, not retracing your steps. But not letting the lines touch. Mm. Life is a piece of pie. All right, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Christian just walked off the mic. He just just dropped the mic. Dropped the mic. All right. No, that's uh, that's deep. And I mean, ultimately, I think we're kind of like uh, not tooting our own horn, but we're actively practicing, uh, as you said, the kind of like uh, counter actions to to burnout. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, and. Like we were saying before, there's different types of burnout. So like creative burnout, step away. Mm-hmm. For work burnout, find something new, find something novel, be present. Mm-hmm. For like philosophical or like life burnout, just sit and do nothing. Or mm. like go consume anime and watch sitting in your bed and like practice <laughs> pra- maybe like practice mindfulness in one extreme or the other. Yeah, where maybe, you like maybe. happily consume something to where that creates mindfulness or yeah, just practice the very act. Yeah, or just meet the man on Mulberry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the Mulberry man again? The, the Kush. The who? The Kush. Oh. Yeah. Hey, or pull up on Mulberry. You'll see me. You'll see me. But um, yes, 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 yes. As artists, as people, as humans of this experience. Yeah, we have to take care yeah. of ourselves and burnout is absolutely an inevitable feature, but yeah. there's ways to mitigate it, there's ways to move around it, move with it. Um and I appreciate y'all's insight as wow. to how you take care of it. I like to sight see for what I might see. Can be enlightening. I know it might be a tad bit frightening, but still I'm fighting for what I might see. 
That's crazy. And folks, <laughs> that might tie up That's season one. Of I'm not supposed to be here. I don't, I don't know. know. We may hold it back. We will hold it back. We, we, will, we, will, we might have some part twos coming up. Who knows? <laughs> but that was wonderful. Um, as always. As always. Thank but, yous. Shout outs. Thank yous. Um, thank you to... Thank you to the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And allowing me to like see and create new insights. And just be able to sightsee. Thank you for the city. Thank you for the people that come on adventures with me. Thank you to the concept of adventuring. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um, you know, I would, I'll go as far as to say, um, yeah. Thank you, God. That's uh, that, Ooh, that, 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 a big shout out. That, big that shout big out. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> but no, you made me think that because um, in my morning ritual of like, you know, I'm in the shower and whatnot. That is when I find time to pray. Okay. And within that time, not to get too personal, but yeah, I, I always take note of like little things. Like you said, did you just say thank you for the hoodie? Yeah. The hoodie you're wearing? Yeah. yeah just like small. I'm the like, ho- well, I said thank you for, for a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, just like, I'm like, I mean, just taking those real, real, real deep uh, moments of gratitude. Like, wow, thank you, God, for just being able to walk. Thank you for the shower to be clean. Thank you for the ability to go make money. Thank you for. Uh, the availability to have clean clothes, to have money in my pocket, to get lunch. Yeah. Like, there's so much to be thankful for. Um, and yeah, so I'll say that one. That what? That's quite a contrast from my last Ooh. thank you. I think I <laughs> thanked myself or something. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even remember. Thank you, Lucas, for yeah. the duality, the duality, the duality. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'll say thank you for. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, what's a really beautiful part that I'll say thank you for that I include in my morning prayers is thank you for new opportunity every day that we're so fortunate enough to wake up. It's like, whoa, here's like a new opportunity. Mm. Like you can go again, like we're always kind of living in between something. So we can do right. We can do wrong. We can be up, down. Of course, it's not always at our immediate uh, control, but every day we wake up with a new opportunity. So for that. Thank you. Oh, okay. Damn. I don't know if I can follow that up. No Shouts out to Big up. G. But, um, Big yo, G. thank you to my big brother, uh, Dominic Dwayne Dixon. Yo, he's been Damn, inspiring me sick. a lot. That rolls off the tongue. That right? is fire. Right. Y'all I'm, got fire names. Yeah, I'm the I'm the only one in my, like, sibling that whose name doesn't start with a D. Uh, that's But fire. that's for a later episode. Yeah, they, he's been inspiring me a lot lately. Really? The way he moves. Yeah, like no matter what, he's always got some sort of idea, and he's very, very. I don't. He always surprises me, and I love that. And I love how supportive he is of me and the podcast and all the things I do. So, shouts out to him. Super yeah. sick. Um, shouts out to all the people that inspire me, that are in my immediate vicinity. You know, um, that are that surround me daily, and the people that bring me into their lives and accept me. Yeah, and so thank you to y'all too. Sorry. Yeah, they, they, thanks thank to y'all, y'all for sitting here spinning the big questions of the universe. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's important. No, I, I so needed this. We haven't recorded in so long, and it yeah. feels it feels good to record. It feels like it does. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like kind of like the cafes. Like you kind of need that too. Like those break from routines. Yeah, OG staff, OG I'll, studio. Yeah, I was LG studio too. I also wanted to shout out uh, Simone Vale. Or Simone Whale, a wheel, uh, and also philosophize this. Check out 172. We touched on a lot of topics. Uh, 172. Yeah, no, episode 172. Uh, episode it's a uh, it's attention, 
and it's basically the the same type of topics. I won't spoil it, but mm. go enjoy that. Yeah, I'll tap in. But, and with that said, that's been the show. Appreciate you guys. Whoa, yeah. let's bring Mohan back. Yeah. 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 We appreciate you, folks. Big I love, y'all. You, you have been a stupendous invisible <laughs> audience. Jeez, I can't talk. Until the next one, y'all. Big, Big love. love. Peace.